It's a trap, you walked right out of the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, you still be ruled by force And no matter who it is, you'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an IOU From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the saving in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well, I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper-control It's fucking this kid, has it finally arrived, boy? E- you can actually hear him today e- fuck? And mm. we're back with another episode of Buzz the Tuzz We're here with you tonight to give you everything you want to hear more. That's a meme someone needs to make. It's like the pigeon or whatever bird. Was it a seagull? Want some fun? Uh, yeah, it was like a... I don't know. It was some sort of... It wasn't a seagull, I don't think. Pigeon? I don't know. Pigeon and seagull. Those are the two of the kingdom Want some fuck? They need to have a cicada pop up. Well, I mean, that's what they're screaming. <laughs> want some 17-year genera- generational fuck? It's such a strange phenomenon to behold is it not i think it's something that was left over after uh they reset the program that runs our life and they just never that's a, literally a bug that they didn't get out you ever think like when like it was just happenstance like the asteroid hit right and wiped out life for most life on earth they were they were chilling mm-hmm. underground Deep underground and then like they, they come up, up. where the fuck's everybody at everything's just fucking i imagine to my to my belief eventually they will emerge from the ground with that to happen again yeah very well possible that it'll be a human human made asteroid asteroid that's radioactive and they're somehow i imagine they're probably resistant to it they mirror cockroaches in a number of ways you imagine if humans were like that i mean in a way we kind of are because our gen we're generationally speaking we're actually we 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 uh we hibernate longer Mm -hmm. till adulthood right yeah so like imagine like you know you, you your wife gets pregnant and then she get, delivers it, but then she immediately buries it under the ground. For 17 years. For 17 years, and it comes out of the ground. Just, just as that, dumb as a 17-year-old today. Yeah. <laughs> I want to fuck! Yeah. I want to fuck! Well, it must be time for the humans to emerge. Why don't you get a job? I don't want to. I literally just want to fuck, and I want to go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's too, that's too legit. Yeah. Man. You know? Look at us. I mean, it's possible. Calling it out. It's just, like I said, it's just a strange, weird phenomenon that it's hard to wrap your mind around something having a life cycle that weird. Just be glad that we don't have actual, like, a lot of people are scared of cicadas, which I don't have any room to talk because I'm terrified of wasps and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Honeybees, bumblebees, uh, people that wear masks in cars by themselves, <laughs> yeah, you know, stuff like that. But I was talking to somebody the other day and they were talking about how scared of them they are because of their eyes and the screaming. And I was like, imagine if you had something that came around every 20 years that was a dragon. That's real yeah. fear. What if there was, like... Like science, something, you know, uh, that had a life cycle that was super long, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't 3, 17 years. years. It was like every 3,000 years they emerge and, like, they do something catastrophic. Like, I, I mean, you know, we've talked before about old earth, old earth theory and the mud flood and all that shit, right? Yeah. Shout out to Taria. What if it was something, what if something like that, was like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like an asteroid or something like that, but... The devastation led one to believe that it had to be something other earthly, right? What if it was a three thousand foot John Kerry, <laughs> and it came acid? Like, yeah, jeez, we would have to go to Fukushima. Maybe that's why they did Fukushima because they wanted to throw a lizard in there because that's how the whole Godzilla thing started in the first place: radiation in the ocean. Well, that, giant lizard. We I mean, need something to fight the giant Kerry. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean. That's why Fukushima happened anyways, because they're just trying to accelerate the process of kaiju. Have you not seen your own movies? Yeah, they, they want it to happen. Man. But Are you getting excited? Let's see here. We only got a couple days left. A couple days what? Well, I'm sorry. We've got uh, eight days left until disclosure. Disclosure? Yeah, the thing that Trump signed into law when he was still in office about uh, the government dis- compiling and disclosing all of its information on UFOs, whether real, fake, or otherwise. Do you really think they're going to put anything out that we don't know already? Well, I think just by what you can see in the media right now, we actually talked about this on that live stream last night. Uh, I, I put out three theories that I have, and I'm sure you agree, and hopefully you have another one that I didn't think about. Yeah. You've got uh, 
<clears throat> all these news stories and all these videos and the Pentagon, like, admitting all this. Like, yes, these are things we don't understand. They come from places we don't know. They come up out of the ocean. They go back down to the ocean. They fly around in patterns that make no sense with physics. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they stop short of saying that they're terrified. So I said, well, you have the option that this is all Earth tech or inner Earth tech that they've known about. Yeah. Uh, it's all bullshit that they're going to use for control. Or you've got some uh, a little deeper boy. Maybe that in that same vein, it's that shit Ronald Reagan talked about, where it's uh, the only way to bring about a one world government is an external fear. Yeah. Or it could be that they're real and they're finally going to admit something actually truthful that they don't know what the fuck they are. I mean, hide your kids, hide your wife. They're raping everybody. Ronald Reagan's there. not wrong. You know, Reagan think about smash. Think about like uh, all the, the petty squabbles <laughs> over land and things like that in this world and resources. Fighting over books. Yeah, over wor- the written word. Yeah. You know, fighting over that and, uh, you know, invisible lines. Mm. Fighting over invisible lines that don't exist on the land. Yeah. Uh, Imagine they'll still be able to squirm taxes in there somehow. All those petty squabbles would seem so <laughs> insignificant in the great picture if we f- suddenly for sure knew we weren't the only ones anymore. Had to fight the Glorg. You know, sure as fuck, they, they're not going to be peaceful with them. They're going to, I mean, fuck. Listen, like, as far as I'm concerned, they're going to come down. This is what's going to happen, right? They're going to come down and they're like, listen. They're like, um. Quit fucking up. We're the, try to think of a good word. We're the Hebruians, right? Mm. There's this planet that we really, that's, it's our planet. And we occupy the planet. And. It's a giant David star. And we left for a while. And then we came back, and there was this other species called the Pal- Palaginians. Oh, right. <laughs> and they occupied the planet, but we, we're occupying it now, and they don't want to leave. Uh, so we're using our advanced technologies. And you know what? We need bodies. We need, we need humans to help out with this conflict. We also need your gold. <laughs> lots and lots of gold. Do you have diamonds, too? Shit. <laughs> hear the intergalactic <clears throat> ringing of hands. I feel like, okay, this is just me going out there on a limb. I'm going to go ahead and say that gold yeah, gold is probably extremely valuable to them mm. because it's a it's a natural, naturally occurring resource, right? Diamonds and jewels and shit, I can't imagine being too, I mean, like, I feel like those happen everywhere in the universe. Yeah. It's just. Pretty it's, sure there's an entire planet that's a diamond. Diamonds are just car- are concentrated carbon with heat. You know what I mean? That's all it is. Let me give you a uh, another theory. That will uh, help quell the people that still follow us that are heavy into the flat earth. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking shit about anybody. Everybody's welcome in the tribe. Yeah. Maybe they're all inner earth, the hollow earth cats, and uh, maybe they're like the Nephilim. That's possible. But why now? I don't know. You know? I don't know. I don't know any of this. Maybe it's a cycle. Maybe they're just uh, interplanetary, uh, more evolved version of... Uh, Cicadas. Mm. Except they're, no, they're more interested in the daughters of man. Yeah, I'm going to take things back to the earth for a moment. Bring it in. You know, I hate doing that, but <laughs> I got to. It just, it, I wanted to get your opinion on the whole thing. So, like, hate against, like, uh, uh, violent, I should say, violence against uh, people of uh, the Jewish background has gone up tremendously as of late. Yeah. Specifically by anti-Israel protesters, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I have new thoughts because uh, I spent some of my free time yesterday watching a an interview with Max Egan on uh, BitChute. Mm-hmm. And Max has actually lived in Palestine for a while. He lived amongst the Palestinians. Okay. And he, he has a whole different take on it that I, I really like because it right. gets rid of all the bullshit. Okay. All that... Uh, that slippery slope. Because we kind of talked about it last week where it's like... Yeah. He said, he's like, you know, he, he he mirrors the same thoughts that we have about it not being a war. He's like, it's impossible for them to have a war. He even goes so far as to say that all these missile attacks that they're filming and putting on TikTok and social media are all fireworks show. He's like, they put all these pictures out about these Palestinians having these giant fucking trucks of these missiles, right? Mm-hmm. That they somehow got in. He's like, they're under fucking military blockade. They're not getting shit in and out of there. He's like, these are fucking... Uh, self-imposed attacks by Israelis on Israelis. Israelis hate Israelis. <laughs> and it has everything to do with their 600,000 number that they need to ascend the Jacob's Ladder. And 
He said that they're drilled from a young age to believe everything about everyone in the world hating them. You know, anti-Semitism and all that. Yeah. While at the same time, they have this prison camp known as Palestine that they blocked off. It's like two miles by 25 miles. Mm-hmm. And the average age is 17. <clears throat> He's like, do they have some legitimate gripes when it comes to people trying to do things? For sure. But you're living in a prison camp next to a country that constantly rolls in and kills your, your brothers, your fathers, your sons, your grandparents, stuff like that. Now, he says that <clears throat> the whole thing from the beginning, what was it, 1946, 1947? 47. Uh, it was all to create destabilization in the Middle East. He's like, every person, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, he went farther than I'll go. I mean, I'll edit it out, but he live on whatever stream he was on, he was like, if I could go to Israel right now, I would kill Benjamin Netanyahu and beat all of his advisors to death with it. He's like, that dude is a fucking Kazarian. And he breaks down the whole Kazarian thing. He's like, you know, the Semites are people from the Middle East. These people immigrated. He's like, he's actually Polish. He gives you his real name and tells you about the time when he changed his name. Netanyahu is a a figure of heroism in their, in the uh, Israeli culture, mm-hmm. right? It's all bullshit. He's like, and all these light-skinned, <coughs> light-eyed Jews that are all, in the bottom end, they're brainwashing these people to grow up hating the Semites. So they're actually from the area. And he's like, they're all, they're all like outer tribes that are brought in to be sacrificed. He's like, and right now you're starting to see the end game. The end game is, he went on uh, Iranian press TV, or it was like Iranian World News or something the other day, and they, he's like, I only did it because it was live. He's like, because otherwise I knew they wouldn't have played it, and they actually played it live, but they didn't save it on their website for other people to watch later mm-hmm. because of how how fucking terribly he he wrecked their plan. Yeah. But the Iranians wanted him to shit all over Israel. He's like, I'm not, I don't play that fucking game. He's like, are what the Israelis doing wrong? Absolutely. He's like, but what they want is, they want all these fucking media organizations to get shit on, to lose faith. They've been doing that for, since Trump was in office. Yeah. If not before then. They want to get rid of faith in the media. They want to get rid of faith in governments. Because all these solutions that they're offering have never worked and never will work. And they, wish, they stopped short of just asking him to come out and say that we needed a new worldwide body. It's almost like they've reached a point with the United Nations where they're the League of Nations, and they're ready to replace them with something else. He's like, like he it, thinks that's where the narrative's headed. That the <laughs> League of Na- that no, I fucked it up. The Union, the United Nations, is no longer because they're also ineffective. At a viable, uh, inviable organization, basically. Yeah. I mean, to bring about a new globalist body that they've probably been putting together for the last fifty fucking years, and now they're finally ready to. Much you know, I hate to keep bringing it back to cicadas, but come out of the ground, fuck everybody, and put on its new skin. But I, ha- I do have to admit, I mean, the UN is pretty ineffectual, actually. Uh, Everything, yeah. Isn't government though? Yeah, in and of itself, the, the UN thing- just uh, they're even uh, inefficient at killing people though too, for yeah. the most part. So don't they rely mostly on the United or on the United States? Uh, NATO, Na- NATO. Well, NATO is its own different thing. That's about. For some reason, NATO still exists, and it was a, a response to the Iron Curtain, which doesn't <clears throat> exist anymore. Right. But that's here and there. You know, but we're still pumping. We Now, if you want to talk about contributions to an organization that really has no reason for existing anymore, NATO is definitely one of them. Yeah. Considering we're protecting other countries' borders. Imaginary from, lines. From an, well, I wouldn't say an imaginary enemy, right? Because Russia, you know, they want to fuck. But that's not our responsibility. No. You know what I think we need to take from this on the broader scale? The macro, and it's hard to think of the United Nations and the conflict in Israel, I would say hashtag free Palestine, all these issues that we're faced with, and we want to blame them on individual things. But if you just take it out of scale a little bit, you zoom out of that Google Earth of fuck shit, right? Yeah. And you look at the wider continent, the giant continent of fucking uselessness and something that shouldn't exist anymore is government. In itself, in yeah. these broad globalist nation state senses. Well, they, they, they invent reasons for their own existence. You yeah. know, <clears throat> I'm brought back to the they, meme. They, they create, they create conflicts so that they have a reason for existing. You know, you know, what's not in effect are memes. The, you know, the, even here in the United States, well, you need the government because, well, we didn't have the government. We'd get overrun by who? Yeah. Who, who are we getting overrun by? Right. We need to change our national symbol of freedom from the eagle to the goose. Well, like the Canadian goose? Well, yeah. 
because it's the, the highest order of government that actually works. Oh, yeah. You're talking about like uh, once in future king. Okay. Yeah, come on. Yeah. All right. When it comes to abandoning the idea of government in any other form other than like the smallest thing is like the family or the tribe or the uh, maybe I don't even know. Let's just for for argument's sake, let's just say for for the county. I, I would go on to say, yeah, I think uh, I think as humans, we're capable of effectually uh, taking care of one another uh, with a community. Yeah. Set up by, a, you know, and that's the thing, like. You know, I, I'm definitely down with a lot of what Mark Passio says, but like, I st- I still understand the need for some sort of like municipal, <clears throat> provincial kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like a governing body. It'll work as long as people eventually accept self responsibility and uh, natural law, and morality. Without those things, you could have a government that literally runs planets, or a multi planetary government, and it still wouldn't work. But I think I think the first thing that would have to go would be any idea of media or money involved in the election of people. Yeah. All together, like in its purest forms, even back like we're talking about 150 years ago. You know, you still had newspapers and stuff like that, which I get because you know what? Not everybody has the time of day to walk down to the town square and hear people debate each other. On who they think would be the better council members. You know what I mean? Yeah. One thing that JMY5 said on <clears throat> one of the lives, if not all of them, it's almost like his new his new moniker. And remind me, if you remember, and I forget, to let me tell you about how our lives probably started him a new clothing line for Rick. Mm-hmm. But uh, <clears throat> he, has a, he has a term that he coined called the uh, revolution of abandonment. Mm-hmm. And the more I think about it, the more I love it. And we're sitting on top of it right now where we're talking about this. That they, they want us to see the failures of media and they want us to see the failures of government, but only to bring about more government. Yeah. So if we just used a little bit of creative thinking and put it out there in ways like, you know, social media, podcast, stuff like that, <clears throat> even maybe detailing the history of all of the forms of government that over time have failed because they're all ineffectual and they're all useless. Uh and we realize that maybe you're right, media, government, like, government is ineffectual. And that's the revolution of abandonment. Instead of letting them put in place their new piece, we're like, you know what, fuck you, fuck all your old pieces, but most importantly, fuck that new piece too. You know, it's not on a global scale, but <clears throat> historically speaking, instances like this have occurred. Um, take case in point with, like, um, Mao Zedong in China. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chairman Mao, they had their uh, uh, they had their part in expelling the Chinese from or the Japanese from China during World War II, and then ultimately took over. And uh, after about a decade and a half, his form of communism uh, or, or communism in and of itself had become stale in the country. Mm-hmm. So they had like a cultural revolution. Where he's basically like, we're going to reform the government. And not only that, all these institutions that we didn't get rid of in the first place that are part of like this old uh, bourgeois system, yeah, we're going to get rid of them as much as we can too. Mm-hmm. Because they're they're hurting. And this, to an extent, sounds like what they're doing. They're like, because think about it like this. They're saying the media and the governments are ineffectual, but inevitably the same people, like even if they do a re- a reset, it's going to be the same people doing it again. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just the same shit over and over again. So, you know, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Yeah. So that being said, like with media, they're like, you know what? We can't have independent, uh, privately funded media anymore because obviously uh, it's it's always going to be implicitly biased and pump out propaganda at a rate that the government can never handle. Yeah. So how about we just do state-run media and the government gives you your news? Mm, sounds great. I mean, they already do that in China. I know. And I'm sure, I mean, everywhere, a lot of places, we just have uh, two brands, two wings of the same bird here. And, and imagine a world where um, criticism of the government is no longer, like, uh, from the media is no longer a thing. Yeah. So then people, you know, you're going to lot have a smooth brain mother. You're going to have a lot of sp- smooth brain motherfuckers who are just going to be like, well, media doesn't have anything to complain about. I'm sure everything's fine, no matter how bad it gets. The loudest stomach noise I've ever made. Was that you or me? I think it was me. 
So, you know, and I think we're starting to see some some players emerge that are eventually going to try to throw their hats in the ring for these new ideas. And it's fucking goddamn frightening. It's terrifying. The shit that they're saying, like, you know, you get fucking, what's his face? Um, uh, Harry Windsor. Hmm. Yeah. He was on a fucking radio show the other day talking about how he didn't understand this whole freedom of speech thing. Or First Amendment. Let me rephrase that. The First of he he couldn't wrap his mind around the First Amendment. Well, lizards have different brains than humans do, right? Yeah. It's funny to me that we still listen to this piece of shit talk after he's already renounced his fake ass title of authority. But see, the thing is, like, he ain't even doing the right thing with this whole renouncing his family and all that shit. He needs to just go ahead and bite the bullet. He needs to tell us the truth. Oh, I thought you meant he needed to actually bite the bullet. Well, he will bite a bullet if he tells us the real truth. Yeah. Tell us what tell us what you know. Do the right thing. Why'd you really leave? Yeah. Was oh, it when you found out that your fucking your granddad was fucking withering away because his supply of adrenochrome dried up because they people were starting to watch him? Yeah. Is that what it was? I'd like to think so. And he literally turned into a zombie before he died? <laughs> I just Jesus fucking wept, man. Hold on. Hello. Mm-hmm. Would you like to extend your car's... I'm pretty sure that's the second podcast in a row where I've been waiting on somebody to call me important and it's actually just somebody trying to teach me about my car's extended warranty. <laughs> I don't know. And maybe I maybe I tend more towards pessimism when it comes to these things because of people's lack of morality and people's lack of understanding of actual freedom. You know... Uh, we have a really good opportunity right now to like shine the light on the things yeah, and let people see that the things that they want to replace them with are not better things. No. They're actually worse things. Yeah. But if we can't do that, we're headed, you know, buckle up, buttercup. Well, I'm sure they'd be more than willing. They're <clears throat> going to come out offering the carrot or the stick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like if you don't take the carrot, they just untie it and then they hit you with the stick. Well, no, the carrot and the stick's like, you you get the carrot or you get a beating. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They hang a, they hang the carrot over your head. If you don't run for it, then it becomes a an implement of uh, of pain. Mm-hmm. I don't want either one. You know what I think would be best? Hear me out on this. Leave me alone. Okay. That's it. Just leave me alone. Ah, just... You know how long the government... I mean, we use crypto for an example. Just since we started recording, it's already started to spike again. Did you see that? Is it? Yeah. Which uh, I wish we had recorded that conversation, but we were talking about our individual holdings, spelled H-O-D-L, holding in crypto and how terrible it's done over the last couple of days. And everybody's freaked out. Well, I just watched an interview yesterday with the creator of Ethereum, and they were trying to grill him and get him to talk shit about Elon and all this. And he kind of, he shot some polite shots. But uh, the guy was like, you know, I don't know why everyone's freaking out. These things are cycles. And every time there's a massive crypto drop in, in value, um, it's due to the fact that the, the technology is not where it needs to be. But every time it triples in strength, he used Bitcoin as an example. Like there used to be a time where, much like we saw with the latest Dogecoin dump, uh, that was all rich people that owned it, able to affect the the trade. But eventually, once the blockchain reaches a certain strength that's impossible to do. Yeah. And he's like, you know, it's going to go back up. This is a temporary setback. It's a reaction to what happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, the technology ever increases. Eventually, these things will be out of the hands of those that, you know, and then they'll probably just flash the sky. That's me adding. But you start to see other positive news, like Amazon's talking about accepting it as a, as a currency. And while a lot of people might think that's a good idea, I would hearken them to remember the time that a guy spent 16 Bitcoin to buy a pizza. Yeah. <sighs> Ooh-wee, Daryl. Yeah, I, I still... I'd be wary about spending too much of your doge mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis just on just on that. Because you never know what something's going to be in a few years from now. <coughs> right. I'm in... Listen, I'm in... As far as I'm concerned, I regret the fact that I bought out when I did... Because if I would have kept on what I had, I'd still have a lot more money than I have right now. Yeah. But I did buy back in at least uh, uh, in an economical sense. I was still on the. I'm still on the on the good side. Right. At a reasonable point. Yeah. Uh, so that being said, like I'm in for the long haul now. Yeah. Till the fucking wheels fall off this fucking crypto wagon, I'll hold on to my Doge till fucking time and perpetuity. Until I'm fucking. 
you know, a wealthier man than I am now. It's fucking crazy to look at the the madness of Doge right now. In the last week, it's gone down, at least my holding went down 25.66%. Yeah. But in one day, it's gone up 17.85%. Yeah. It's been tumultuous, to say the least. Unfortunately, I did not get back into it the same weight uh, that you did. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still rocking with bill money, you know? Yeah. But <clears throat> if I don't have to use it, I won't, but... So I told everybody, I talked to so many people the last couple of days about it. Like, look at it. It's doing this. I'm going to sell my shit now before it reaches down below when I bought it. I'm like, you're going to kill yourself once you realize what you've done. If yeah. you do that. The dip is definitely, I'm, you know, we're not financial advisors, obviously, but history has taught us that you buy the dips. You got to weather the storms. Yeah. You know, if you get in low and you buy and you, if you buy low and sell and sell high, more power to you. Right. But I'm in for a bigger haul. You know, then then a lot of people I think are willing to hold on to. The fractional buys too are what really make it powerful because you could like, even if it's high in air quotes, mm-hmm. and you had an extra twenty dollars sitting around that you weren't fucking with, you just throw it into to Doge. Yeah. Or like even through all this fucking tumultuity, tumultuity, tumultuousness. Uh, yes. All this tumultuousness over the last few weeks with Doge, uh, when I told people about me. Personally, for my own gain, putting in for Polkadot and Cardano, it's gone up like 20 to 30%. Yeah. It's important to have that diverse basket. Mm-hmm. As they said on the Dave Chappelle show, when they had Wu-Tang Financial, diversify your bonds. <laughs> I can say that because there's an A on the end. Yeah, there you go. Did we want to talk about COINTELPRO today? Can. Okay. Well, today on the show, we talked about it last week, that it was a possibility we were going to talk about it. But today I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, COINTELPRO. That's how I pronounce it. You could say COINTELPRO, (laughs) but uh, I said COINTELPRO because it's it's the combination of three different words put together. So basically, this is just an idea is that the idea of our government spying on us and actually not just spying on us, but trying to... Uh, use diversionary, like try to uh, infiltrate uh, dissident organizations has been something that's been going on for a long time. Yeah. Now, I feel like we've touched on this before with certain instances like Ruby Ridge, where uh, they literally egged a guy into making a weapon for them for years and then finally... Inserting someone into someone's life for over a decade as their best friend just to try and get them fucked up. To start this off, uh, the reason we know about this, uh, March 8th, 1971... A cab driver, a daycare, pro- ter- a daycare provider, and two professors broke into an F- FBI office in Media, Pennsylvania, and stole more than 1,000 classified documents. God, I can't talk today. Documents that they then mailed anonymously to several U.S. papers. They did the good work. Yeah, yeah. They were members of the Citizens Commission to investigate the FBI. They selected the night of the fight of the century, the box match between Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier, when most people would be glued to their radios. The documents revealed FBI's counterintelligence program, COINTELPRO, seeing what I did there. I saw it. Which was a series of covert and often illegal activity. The FBI conducted surveillance, infiltration, discreditation, and the disruption of domestic political organizations, including actions that led to murder. One of the documents, they began forwarding uh, messages to J. Edgar Hoover, the former FBI director, about the voice... Deep breath. About the bus boycotts in Mobile, Alabama. A lot of this COINTELPRO stuff has to do with like infiltrating uh, civil rights organizations of the 60s to try to... Well, one big part of it was is they were trying to collect data on Martin Luther King in order to discredit him and to blackmail him for having an affair. Uh, can I comment you real quick? Yeah. It's. I just wanted to list these organizations because a lot of them are uh, in mainstream media today, which yeah. goes hand in hand with uh, Project or Operation Mockingbird, which we talked about in the past. It's a project, whatever. Project Mockingbird. Wait. One of the one of the two. Yeah. Operation Andor Project Mockingbird. So it goes to show you, as we're talking about COINTELPRO in itself, uh, started and supposedly started in '56, ended in '71, allegedly, but it's still going on. Anyway. Uh, the organizations he's talking about, just to name a few, and tell me if you've heard of any of these in the news lately, mm-hmm. um, 
where all groups that the FBI deemed subversive, including feminist organizations, the Communist Party of the United States, anti, I would say anti-war organizers, but it was for the Vietnam War, activists of civil rights movements, black power movements, Martin Luther King Jr., the Nation of Islam, Black Panther Party, environmentalists, animal rights organizations, the American Indian Movement, which I'll leave that one alone, uh, groups like the Young Lords. And what I really like about this is that they infiltrated the Ku Klux Klan and the New Left, which yeah. now hold political office. Shout out AOC. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they're kind of responsible. So just to backtrack a bit, so they're partly as responsible for basically bringing down the Black Panther Party, the original Black Panther Party, right? Yeah, replacing it with their own version, right? Yeah, which back in the day, it was, I would go on to say, an extremely legitimate organization that was about basically policing black people being able to police their own communities. Yeah. And they also, you know, programs that we have today all across the country kind of found their way from some of the things that Black Panthers were doing, like uh, 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 food, like WIC. And stuff like that. Like, they were they were handing out food to needy mothers and children. Trying to take care of their own communities without any sort of... Uh, government intervention. Yeah, let's call it outside influence. Yeah. Because their logic was, if they're not going to help us, then we'll help ourselves. Or if they're going to help us at such a high cost, why let them in? Yeah. I like this part, too, for another comma, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. The FBI has used covert operations against domestic political groups since its inception. And I will add my own little thing in there that this is why I don't trust any Facebook or any social media organization about freedom, three percenters, any of that, because everybody that you send in there might not be a government plant, but there are government plants in every organization. Mm -hmm. The FBI has used covert operations against domestic political groups since its inception. However, covert operations under the official COINTELPRO label took place between 56 and 71. COINTELPRO tactics are still used to this day and have been... Alleged to include discrediting targets through psychological warfare, smearing individuals and groups using forged documents by planning false reports in the media, harassment, wrongful imprisonment, and illegal violence, including assassination. According to a Senate report, the FBI's motivation was protecting national security, Mm -hmm. preventing violence, and maintaining existing social and political order. I also like to think that they added uh, gang stalking on there, because gang stalking is one of my favorite things that no one's talking about right now. Yeah. It's terrifying. Will you elaborate? Uh, well, I would invite you to go down a rabbit hole of YouTube videos. Or I would say maybe even BitChute would probably be better because I'm sure YouTube's removed a lot of legitimate ones. Mm-hmm. But it's to the point where <clears throat> when it comes down to the psychological warfare they're talking about in that, some of these cats, they seem crazy as fuck on the outside. But if you put yourself in the mindset of someone who's been in gang stock for the last month, it's literally like the Truman Show. This cat, the first one I ever watched that led me down this rabbit hole, he's sitting in his house and he's like, look, these people have been calling me, they've been mailing me shit, they've been coming to my house, they've been, they, they'll walk up to you in public, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you go on vacation and you drive out west, right? For a, you know, a western, a western tour of the United States. Yeah. And on your trip, as you're going to leave the state, fill up on gas, somebody at the other pump next to you that was there before you just looks at you and like, how you doing, Tubbs? Hope you have a safe trip. Then he gets in his truck and leaves. You know? And then maybe you see people driving by, looking at you, talking into a microphone. You see people in traffic. that They literally somehow have figured a way to plant these people in your life during the entirety of your of your whole existence. And after a while, I have to imagine that would seriously fuck with you. People coming up to you in malls, fast food restaurant, restaurants, whatever, church, coming to your house hanging out with playing with kids at a playground while you had your kids there. And some of these videos show that he's literally like the Truman show telling you, and he could have orchestrated it, but I believe it because I've seen it so many times. Like he'll look across the street and he's like, there's going to be a jogger. She's going to be running uh, left to right. She runs by. Then there's a biker riding a bicycle and he goes by right to left. Like, okay, big deal. Well then after a few minutes, he's, he's talking about cars are going to go by and then he zooms the camera in down the street and at the intersection you can see the runner and the biker had just gone around the block and they're talking to each other. Huh. And they're talking to other watchers and shit. Yeah, I tell you, <clears throat> looking into COINTELPRO and all that leads me to believe that one, it never stopped. No. Just like, you know, MK Ultra. They just closed it down and yeah. made it more perfect and sneaky. Yeah, yeah, they just streamlined the process, right? Yeah. And two, any... Um, 
organization that you see now, though I'm not saying like as a whole because it's not necessarily its membership isn't all on the dole. They're not. They're not. No, they're just part of it. They're just part of something they think is right. But inherently, I think any organiz any big organization you see now is at least in part controlled. Yeah. By the government. And probably all compartmentalized, just like a government organization. So even the parts and players don't even necessarily know about each other. Yeah. They don't even know that they're agents. They just think they're another fucking, like a case of, like the three percenters. Yeah. I could guarantee that there are top people in the three percenter, that run in three percenter circles that are completely and utterly agents of the of the government. Well, I don't want to say his name, but a person that we both know, uh, that we worked with, he was in one of these groups, and I wish I knew the name. I don't honestly know, but it was one of those like ex-military or current current military Facebook groups, and they, mm-hmm. it was all during the uh, letter of the alphabet we're not allowed to say, along with the word anon. Mm-hmm. And they were all like sharing intel from their parts of the country, sharing things that they'd heard, sharing things that they'd seen, and basically just setting up groups so that like when they thought it was going to go down, they could all rely on each other mm-hmm. for like neighborhood watch, policing. Uh, ham radio shit. Yeah. Um, and like what they would do under different circumstances as far as like fighting with guns and having to do what you had to do. Yeah. And this guy gets a visit from the, what was it, the Department of Homeland Security? Yeah. At his house. Mm-hmm. The people that can make you go away under uh, the Patriot Act with no access to an attorney indefinitely. Yeah. Probably one of his dudes for real. Yeah. I hate saying that, but that's for, for it's sure. Fucking terrifying. And I would go on to say there's other organizations that they're either getting paid mm-hmm. or they're getting protected in some manner. Uh, I would think BLM. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they virtually, Black Lives Matter at that time didn't exist, but they were exa- they were speaking about Black Lives Matter in that list of organizations. Like, they, you look at, like, the main leaders, and I'm pretty sure one of them just bought, like, a mansion in L.A. Multi-million dollar house, yeah. They're a professed... Commie. Commie. <laughs> You're buying mansions, motherfucker. Yeah. Money that they made supposedly with the free market, not government handouts. Not that either one of those is better to a communist, but here we are. But I don't know. Strange times for those that pay attention. I mean, as far as we know, I mean, we always point the finger at like people like George Soros and stuff like that. But for all we know, this is completely funded by our own government to create a certain. Uh, He's uh, probably just the public face of the money bag. They do it more. I feel like one, it's part, it's it's part intelligence that's in the name. Mm-hmm. You know, counterintelligence program. Yeah. But uh, it's also, it's a way to, they get these people in there and they're like, I feel like they're they're helping them up the ante, right? They're agent provocateurs, right? Like they're, yeah. they're like, well, this isn't enough. We need to do more, right? Think about like Antifa, right? Oh, yeah. So it's not enough just to protest and demonstrate. No, we got to fucking, we're going to, I saw a video just the other day of like them getting trained in shield tactics. Yes. Like riot shield tactics and stuff in like it's a fine. fucking hobo town, and I'm like, this looks interesting. You know those sheet metal shields, though, they ain't gonna mean shit. You know, still the tactic though. If you're a little bit trained versus somebody else, oh yeah, they definitely like if they had to go up against riot cops, it'd probably be it might. Well, here's some shit, man. And this kind of goes with the thought that I had too, like just real quick about how they have these these organizations and these programs that we can freely talk about. COINTELPRO being one, fifty six to seventy one was supposedly the entire time it existed. I think that anytime you read about one of these organizations with a start and an end date, they literally just found a way not only to streamline their process, but they also found funding outside of public funds, mm-hmm. and they were picked up on a bigger level from the shadow government. I mean, boards. honestly, I think when it comes to policing and stuff like that. I think that's all part of the program, too, because, I mean, I've been reading stuff like, and we know this to an extent, uh, that recruitment for police departments is, like, super low. Nobody wants to be cops right now. Right. They don't want nothing to do it. And everyone's talking about how there's going to be a huge surge in violence this year, this summer, Mm -hmm. because recruitment's low. They ain't got people. Cops are quitting in droves. Well, how many years did they, uh, have they spent taxpayer money sending our law enforcement our militaries to other countries, you know, to train them. Yeah. The same way they're using the same money and same tactics to train these fucking, I mean, whatever, whatever you want to call them, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, whoever, whoever it is, you get these useful idiots in there, you give them some actual beef and then you turn them loose on society. 
But I well, I think it's all part of the plan because I think they want a federal police system. Would you say you trust the plan? No, I don't either. But I think they want a federal police system. Yeah, most def. So the only way to in, enact a federal police system is to, I mean, you have a movement that's inherently already doing it with defund the police, mm-hmm. right? And on the other hand, you have cops. Pe- the, the the sentiment against cops, which it's one of those things where it's like it, once again. Like you want to be cheering this on, right? This change in the the change in the tide, but and it, this goes hand in hand with us distrusting the media and all that other stuff. They're leading the stream. They're leading us straight into something else. Like this is bad, yeah. But we got this now. Do you see the pilot program you started in L.A.? I think it was subscription based policing. So like you would subscribe to your police. Hmm. So it's like private. I don't know. It has just, to be private. I couldn't even bring myself to read it the other day. I just saw the headline. Talking about how it's failing. But that's the thing, too. When they want to bring out... They already know what they want. So all these attempts to bring out a better system, an air quotes, better system, are going to lead to failure. Just to eventually... It's the same shit we've always talked about. Problem, reaction, solution. So, if, and the thing is, if it really does get violent this summer, like they're already telling us, that you know, they always tell us before something happens, so it... Releases them of their it, karmic Exactly. They bullshit. already told us it's going to be bad this summer. Yeah. So, that being said, you guys are left to your own devices because we don't have enough police to do this. And then... So basically, how the end game works is don't have enough police. Shit gets violent. They have no choice but to call in the National Guard to quell these shit. And the National Guard, they're not police. Mm-mm. They are posse comitatus is a motherfucker. They are military. Yeah. So they don't police. They're a military. <clears throat> so obviously, it's gonna cause a lot of violence, which yeah. is gonna cause more backlash. But they're gonna be like, okay, so we can't. We don't have enough local police. We can't use the National Guard because it leads to bloodshed so let's create this federal police force this national police force they'll make it look good as fuck too they'll use that media machine to like show how much better it's working and how it's how we oh, they, they get all and they'll, they'll tell them like they'll 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 send them all to like fucking special training yeah. where they like you know they have to make sure that they they get taught like they you know special programming and stuff like that for so telling they're getting specifically supposedly required uh SHOTSs or VACCINES things that uh, to prevent certain things that we all think are real that aren't real and it's actually just steroids. And they'll, they'll, uh, the new dogs makes me, well, it makes me think of, um, Animal Farm. Yeah. Where, uh, they took away the baby. Napoleon took away the baby puppies. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, where'd the baby puppies go? And they're like, don't worry about where the baby puppies went. We put them in school. And then when the time came, yeah, send them in. Fucking crazy as fuck. Get them. Studded collars. Tear them the fuck up. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's where, inevitably, that's where that's going to go. It's, this shit's going to get bad. It's going to get real bad. And they're going to offer a solution. And then a couple months later, then all of a sudden we'll have these motherfucking fed cops everywhere. Yeah. You know, you won't have fucking... And and they'll 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 they'll, they'll be real fucking smart about it too. They'll If you enlist in the federal fucking police service... They'll send your ass. You live in fucking Ohio. They're gonna send your ass to fucking take you away. Texas. Yep. And then they'll they're gonna shuffle everybody around. So like you don't, you know, you ain't gonna have fucking You're not policing your your grandparents. Yeah, you ain't gonna have fucking Barney Fife, who's known you all your life. That didn't mean the rhyme, but it did. I like it. You're not gonna have him policing you MC and knowing Tubbs. the difference between you and and like say you're you're acting sporadic or whatever, and knowing, hey, I'm not gonna fucking go full-blown cop on this guy, because I know this guy. Yeah. I know he's probably going through it. I'd sooner help him than shoot him, right? Look, I know he's not really a, a threat. Right. Look at the other side of it, too, uh, the, the benefit that they gained from this summer of violence. Uh, they're going to probably inject some, uh, air quotes, Second Amendment boys in there, too, that are government-controlled. They're going to fight back, and the cops are going to get hurt in the process. Yeah. So then they have a full bro- they have a full broad spectrum of hatred for anyone they encounter. Because yeah. if you take it from, you know, anti-war activists, Antifa, to, uh, you know, thin blue line boys that have a, somehow have a Punisher flag or a Gatson flag on the same truck, and they're all getting into these skirmishes and everybody's hating each other, not only have you taken them out of their area, but you've exposed them to every type of hate that they could possibly, you know, you're controlling yeah. minds on both sides. Yeah. But I tell you, there's a real easy way to fix all this. Mm-hmm. What's that? What if, how shitty would it be if I put in some like elevator music? It was like go over to bones and tubs of Patreon dot com for not really, but um, <clears throat> the Second Amendment. Yeah, because again, back to what we were talking about earlier, 
it's broad spectrum. The more personal responsibility you're willing to accept, uh, the less you have to listen to the lie machine, and the more you know about natural law and morality, you can handle your own shit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. But I'll tell you, I'm never going to kick my own door open, shoot my own dog, and shoot my own pregnant wife. Well, see, therein lies the problem is, this goes back, like I said, they shuffle shuffle guys around in this federal police force. Yeah. They have no problem. They don't know you. Mm Mm-mm. So, like, when they have to serve a warrant on your ass, they don't give a fuck about you. No fucks to give. They probably won't even need warrants at that point because the violence will be so extreme. Well, that is one thing. Okay. Well, that is something to be said. Because, like, the the Supreme Court last week did rule that uh, warrantless entrance into a home uh, for gun gun confiscation was wrong. That being said, it had to do with the way the law was written, right? They said, because people asked, like, does this... What's this have to like? What does this uh, have to do with like red flag laws, right? And they're like, oh well, we had this isn't a red flag law issue. We haven't we haven't gotten one of those yet. Yeah. So don't think for yeah. a second that just because they ruled on the favor of the Second Amendment on one thing, that a red flag law isn't going to get brought to them, and they're going to be like, yeah, oh no, this is completely legit. That's the thing too. It's another thing that's. Uh all these people that were so heavily invested in law that were trying to get this brought to the Supreme Court's attention for whatever fucking reason, now they're all going to lay the fuck down. Yeah. And not pay attention. These are all, like, intricate systems that are meant to fucking control you. And I hate to... I need to figure out a better way. I'm going to meditate on this one, but there's a better way than saying what I used to say. I used to say, and I don't agree with this anymore. Uh I'm not not a genius. You know, I always say, like, we're not geniuses, and we figured this out. Yeah. We're smart as fuck when it comes to this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's smart as fuck when it comes to this shit. You just have to pay attention. Yeah. You have to have a little bit of care. It's mm-hmm. probably time It's probably time to start fucking handling your own shit. Yeah. And quit using these bullshit institutions. And that's when I got shot by a guy in an ice cream truck as I was pulling out of your driveway. <laughs> like, hey, you looking for a dilly bar? Hey, Bones, what's up? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what I will start doing, though. If they ever gang me, there's going to be a whole lot of public masturbation going on. <laughs> I'm going to give them a lot of interesting uh, internet searches to go through, and I'm going to start doing crazy shit. Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest with you, the only thing I want to do more than spit in somebody's face when they have me strapped to a chair with handcuffs, because I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. Uh, I want to fuck with the fuckers. You know, instead of watching the watchers, I want to fuck with the fuckers. Yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, uh... Do we have any... Uh... I'm going to have to play the Ian Foggs next week because I got to get out of here. Okay. I'd uh, like to thank... <coughs> I think that about wraps it up for us. I'd like to thank JMY5. Um, JMY5 Internet Studios on Instagram. You can see us. We're doing a live just about every night on there. Tell your friends. We'd like to thank uh, Blood the Brave. Blood the Brave on Instagram. Blood the Brave on Twitter. Bloodthebrave.com. Blood the Brave on Bandcamp. He's there, our musical artist. There's ways to get a hold of us. You go over, and we like long-form emails from our Gmail. Bonesandtubs at gmail.com. If you want to send us a show topic, you always hit us up on Instagram. Instagram.com, where the lives are also going on. Instagram.com forward slash bonesandtubs. Well, that's about it. I mean, well, uh, you could always check out our Patreon. If you felt, you know, in a giving mood, and we're still, I mean, right now, I don't expect much from the Doge crowd. But uh, if the (laughs) Doge ever comes back into its proper light, and you feel like sharing some of that love to your boys who are not financial experts, we're... uh, uh, patreon.com forward slash bones and tubs dollar sign bones and tubs on cash app we're on venmo apparently facebook's a way to do it i know i didn't know that yeah i wasn't aware of that either and paypal.com bones and tubs there you go well we'd like to thank you all for listening we hope you enjoyed the show we hope you guys tune in next time and between now and then you guys stay safe we'll see you on them instagram.com forward slash bones and tubs live streams we love you we really do the thing about the bad thing about being honest the straightforward and doing that is People know where you stand and they take try to take advantage of you. They take advantage of your good nature. They take advantage of the fact that they know that you're a good guy, you are a straight shooter, and that you're not going to retaliate on them when they fuck you. Well, folks, most of the time I believe that's probably true. But God built me to be here to prove to you that what you have been doing for God knows how many years is wrong. You picked on the wrong man. I'm not tough.
in all black yeah. Windows have crashed yeah. Scoping out the scene before they attack Had they on bad guys in most people's eyes Most trust them with their life cause they got a badge and tie Gifted a position given to them by a system I set it all up to put the kids in the prison This is non-fiction, non-violence, it's just listen They got a mission to imprison your mind and soul This ain't nothing new but we survival with soul That don't believe in ourselves, but believe what we're told And we're all molded by a machine that gets in your dreams It can get in your gut and keep your self-esteem And I've been scolded and told who I should be But I'll never conform, I was born to be free It's a setup, I never let up from the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth. It's a setup, and never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth. Giving numbers of birth, yeah, that's a fact. Deny it if you want, but I'll do the math. I face facts and understand how to overstand the plan with my mind intact. And I got more than a plan. I got hope and belief, dreams and faith that know damn well that's what they want to take. It's a weapon, it's a weapon. Fear is aggression, and they plan it in our minds to the point we can't find a way out, a way in. And anywhere you go, you'll see a many men over there and everywhere. They're armed and prepared to do whatever it takes. They don't play fair, that's a jump out, boys, with the plastic toys draped in all black, ready to bring the noise. A setup, and never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth. It's a setup, and never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth.